0: Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. So to clarify, Ferrario, the Braves advanced or the Reds advanced? (laughs) Because I had the Reds on my bracket that we filled out for the station, but I... I think it was the Braves. You were hoping that I was being honest with the Reds. But you know what, guys? I like to throw curveballs in my my scripts every once in a while. So you're saying my World Series pick of Reds versus Twins is is out. It's not going to happen. That was out two days ago, buddy. Sorry. Cool. Glad we had that chat with Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon <laughs> Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Thrilled to be joined by Tom Hart. He's an ESPN play by play announcer. You've been hearing him with Rick Sutcliffe and Pedro Gomez on the call for Cardinals versus Padres. They will once again be on the call tonight. Pa- Cardinals versus Padres game. Number three. First pitch coming up at six o'clock on ESPN. Tom, we always appreciate the time,
1: man. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm fantastic, guys. What could be better? We get a a game three to decide it, you know. This is this is gonna be a lot of fun, especially for those of us who uh who don't have a rooting interest in it. You know, we can just enjoy enjoy the action and don't have to deal with the stress
0: so tom let's start with that because my guys over next to me jamie rivers former blues defenseman and my buddy alex ferrario are both terrified they're they're losing their minds this morning about the cardinals (laughs) they they just they blew the game last night everything's going to hell is there any sort of can, can you give them a little optimism leading into this one
1: yeah i mean Listen, I think as a Cardinals fan, you should have been optimistic once uh, the Padres uh, were the the matchup and and once the Cardinals got in, because they lost their two best starting pitchers in the final series of the regular season. And once that happened and the Padres were forced into a situation where they're going to throw a bullpen day in game three, like even if you get to game three, the, the Cardinals should be heavily favored in this thing. Um, I don't know if you guys have, have looked it up. I can't even find any odds makers who have put it out yet, but um, I, I thought that would be the case with, with St. Louis in game three with calling against what would be a bullpen day, and it was evident the way Paddock, once Chris Paddock struggled in the first inning of game one, I really thought the guy was cast in this, and, and last night's game notwithstanding, I mean, you just kind of knew that at some point the Padres' bats were going to do some damage. They've just been too good all season, so um, I'm not surprised by where
2: we are right now. All right, Tom. So that's where I'm at. Okay, and here's where I'm having a bit of a meltdown: is we we got Jack Flaherty for Cardinals Nation going getting to the mound, and we don't have a clue who's getting going to start the game for the Padres. But what I'm worried about is those Padres, those bats, they're electric. They are absolutely – they weren't really there for game one, but game two they came alive. And, yes, the Cardinals have scored 16 runs in two games, but it's really not characteristic of them so far this season to be an offensive threat. So I just worry that the Padres have so much offense that it really doesn't matter who they throw out there on the mound.
1: Well, I would answer that with this. As – as wild as last night's game was, everything is just about as even
2: as you can get for
1: the first two games of this series, right? From batting average to ERA to, uh, oh, I think got a, a one-run differential in two games. So it, it's been pretty even. And here's what I would say. Trevor Rosenthal is not the same Trevor Rosenthal that we've seen. He's thrown two days in a row. I'd be shocked that they can use him even for an inning in this one. And if they do, I would doubt his effectiveness. So if everything else is equal, and we get to the eighth, ninth of a close game in this one. I think the Cardinal's bullpen has a huge advantage. and And think about this too. Everybody who's worth anything for this Padre's bullpen has already thrown. So they'll be throwing their third day in a row, and you got to question that effectiveness. They've got three guys, who haven't thrown yet. Dan Altavilla is one of them. Tim Hill is his sidearm lefty. And the third one is the only one that has any starting experience. And um, and that's a 20-year-old rookie named Louis Patino. If he throws, he'll be, I think, the youngest guy to ever start a game in the postseason, 20 years old in 342 days. So I understand the stress. Um, I, I think you can take solace in the fact that pitching – And defense certainly favors the Cardinals here in game three.
0: We're talking with Tom Hart, play-by-play announcer for ESPN. Here I'm on the call with Rick Sutcliffe and Pedro Gomez tonight. First pitch coming up at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Tom, I did want to ask you about Fernando Tatis Jr. Because, my God, was he awesome last night. You had the bat flip. You had the homers. What have you seen from this young kid? And how exciting is it for you as a broadcaster to be able to watch this as he's looking the way that he was last night?
1: Hey, you better be careful in St. Louis saying good things about Fernando Tatis. I said like three good things about him last night and Twitter about ate me up. Uh, you know oh how my. that goes, Tom. Guy, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You lived in Colombia. You're from here and you've got your, cu- your partner on this broadcast. Your analyst played for the Cardinals and yet you guys are still getting crap for
1: being homers for the Padres yeah nobody wants to hear it listen it, <laughs> it, it comes with the territory and it comes with the stress right I understand it I'm a fan too so I understand the stress that comes with a fan uh watching these games I will tell you this we finished our interview with him last night and he was so chill posting like he's just you know he's enigmatic and energetic during the game but otherwise he's like you know we've had Granky sometimes sit down on the mound he's just kind of a, a chill dude and um we finished, and he called me Poppy, and Pedro Gomez afterwards goes, Hey, Tom, is that the first time anybody's ever called you Poppy? And I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't want to disclose everything. Some stuff be
2: but, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: in an interview, that's the first time somebody dropped the Poppy on me.
2: Uh, Tom, you know, the one, the one massive thing that the Cardinals have going for them right now is, yes, the offense has been good, but Paul Goldschmidt, you know, this guy has just been this hammer and thunder out there, and he's had a great season for the Cardinals. He could be a huge factor in the game tonight based on the fact that, like you mentioned, they're going to be throwing out God knows who as far as pitchers for the Padres.
1: I was shocked uh, in the first game when Chris Paddock gave him a first pitch basketball. I mean, you cannot give – and this has shifted, right? The landscape has shifted now. Going into game one – Goldschmidt anything to hit, especially with a guy on base. You got to pitch around him. But now, Dylan Carlson is actually a threat behind him. Like, Dylan Carlson is a guy that has been extremely patient at the plate through the first two games of the series. He's come up with a couple of hits in game one. Um, You still shouldn't throw Paul Goldschmidt a cookie, but you can't be as careful with him as you have in the past. And here's the thing, guys it's the postseason. You both know this, superstars get paid to perform in the postseason. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt may be under the radar nationally because he's not a look-at-me guy, but he is absolutely a superstar, and he's playing like one through the first two games.
0: We're talking with Tom Hart, ESPN play-by-play announcer, here on 101 ESPN. All right, Tom, um, I'm going to have you play therapist once again because my co-host.
2: <laughs> Do you have scotch, by the way? <laughs> what?
0: was very frustrated with the way over the first two games that Mike Schilt used his bullpen. I said that it was the, I thought basically every move outside of last night going with Cabrera, I didn't love that one. But otherwise, I thought the aggressiveness was perfect. I liked the way that he utilized his pin. What have you thought through the first two games about the way that Mike Schilt has used his bullpen?
1: I don't have a problem with it. My only problem is when you come in from the bullpen, you cannot walk anybody. You can especially not walk anybody with this Padres lineup. And if you walk the eight and nine hole hitters and you give Tatis and Machado a chance to come to the plate to do damage, you are inviting trouble. I mean, that's that's lighting a cigarette when you fill up the gas tank. That is not smart. Um, but uh, otherwise, like I didn't expect Wayne Wright to go eight. I mean, like look at his last couple of starts. This is a guy who has gotten in trouble the later he goes in games, So, you know, you get three and a third, you would have loved to have a little bit more, but you don't want to push it. And um, Kwon Young Kim, you know, facing this lineup, was getting ready to go through it the third time. So you bring in Helsley in game one. I, I've got no problem with that either. I, I do think that, you know, what Schilt has had to do in managing, not just the bullpen, but this entire roster this season is absolutely unprecedented. So I'm sure there are some guys who are a little bit more banged up than any of us know. Uh, maybe we find out once the season is over where they get a couple more days of rest. And those those two days the Cardinals got in San Diego was, um, you know, nothing wrong. Nothing goes wrong in San Diego, typically, unless Baxter gets punted off a bridge.
2: <laughs> so,
1: a couple of days to rest and refuel, I think we're seeing that energy reflected in the backs.
0: Tom, final question for you. I know you are as prepared as anybody in this business when it comes to getting ready for these games that you're going to be broadcasting. Can you give us a nugget, something in particular that you're going to be watching in game number three that you find really interesting going into this one?
1: Well, I mean, just the, the, I'm a fan of the history of the game and the historical perspective with Tatis and and Myers going deep with two home runs, uh, a piece in the first since Ruth and Gehrig is, is incredible. Um, the number of pitchers that the Padres used. They set a postseason record game one. They bested that game two. There's just so many little things that come up. But I think, honestly, in a game three, which, um, you know, we've had a national audience the first two days, but we'll be the only game on. There's only two games today. So there's going to be some people watching this series for the first time nationally. And I think we just go back to what, Brought these two teams here and why they're in this situation for the Padres. It's their electric offense, both the home run and the stolen base, which, by the way, Yadi has shut down, and the loss of their two starting pitchers. And the Cardinals being a different team offensively in the postseason after coming around that COVID cure. Um, it's amazing the the number of pitches they see. Four point one pitches per plate appearance in the regular season. Nobody in baseball sees more. They came out and uh, changed their identity and swung early and often in, in Game One, and then they were patient again in Game Two. I just I know Jeff Albert's got a lot of heat, but I really like the approach. Depending on who they're facing to the first two games of the series, Tom,
0: we're looking forward to watching it. We're looking forward to hearing you, Rick Sutcliffe and Pedro Gomez on the call tonight. Cardinals versus Padres, game number three, first pitch at six o'clock on ESPN. Always appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the call tonight. Enjoy the game three. I'll never come out with you guys again. If you don't <laughs> Tom, I'll call you a lot of things Poppy ain't one of them, thanks buddy <laughs> hey, boy. You got it, that's Tom Hart joining us here on 101 ESPN